CM fucking punk. Welcome. Another episode of Sunset Flips and Super Kicks. I'm getting sick of this shit now. What are we? Four four pods now in twelve hours? Twenty four hours. We'll go twenty four. Yeah. Joined joined by Jaden. And uh we're here to talk about um uh, don't know if you've heard of him. <laughs> um, a guy by the name of CM Punk. Apparently, it's a big deal. Um, what say you? All things Philip Brooks. <laughs> All things Punk. Things Summer punk. of Punk 2.0. Or is it? Or is it? That's right. We're going to yeah. be talking everything. All things Punk from... From he when he first left wrestling, what all the stuff that was happening in between, the non-stop CM Punk chants over the last seven years, they finally come true. Yes, it's good to be here. This one is a definitely a once in a lifetime podcast. How often does CM Punk return? <laughs> yeah, that's Not true. very much. Well, once it appears. That is it. From Ohio Valley Wrestling to EC Dub. What else was he? Australian Society, New Nexus, Summer of Punk, WWE Champion. Then he retired. The walkout. The walkout, the pipe bomb. Now he is all elite. He's all elite, yes. AEW, Sam Punk confirmed. <laughs> yeah, I've been took joking two years. about it for a couple of years, but it only took two years. Yeah, remember two thousand and nineteen? Yep. The Chicago Stars. Oh, the Punk's gonna be there. Punk's gonna be there, and then it just started. CM Punk confirmed, and now it actually is confirmed. I think it's one of those ones. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's one of those things you believe it when you see it. That's, that's what I was like. Um. And I believed it because I saw it. Um, comes out on Rampage. No surprise, which was disappointing. But at the same time, I guess, you sort of say it without saying it. Um, so people will watch it. Yeah, exactly. Because who else would have tuned into Rampage? Well, I, can't, not, I know I wouldn't have if... Not, not with that card that they put. No, exactly. I know I, de- I definitely it, wouldn't have tuned in if I didn't have a suspicion that he was going to return. Yeah, I mean, if you wanted to be a surprise, you do it at like double or nothing or something when no yeah. one's expecting it because everyone would expect it at all out. Um, Plus in his hometown. Yeah, so just trying to get that money in the bank 2011 heat. Which we've established... Wasn't actually as good as Money in the Bank 2011. Yeah, I'd put I'd put Money in the Bank just above it. Um, but I don't people think in the way people are going to think it, that's your opinion. It's pretty much facts. Go back and listen. Yeah. You got to find the, the you got to find the proper one, but because there's yeah. one 
on there and they've dimmed the volume down. Oh. Naturally, because he left. Um, yeah. But what do you, what's your thoughts on it? You're a, you're a CM Punk Marksky. I am. I'm a massive been, CM Punk fan. You've been talking about him for seven years when he left and you're one of those that was still raving on about him six years after the fact. I know it's it's still I'm not like in shock, but it's still it's very hard to believe because yeah. after all these years, you kind of you, yeah as as you said like you believe it when you see it. And I kind of talked myself out of him coming back a couple of years ago because um, of all that chat of him saying yeah you know and even the money like people he was saying he's getting offered all these Vince was offering and all that and everyone's offering him money. It's it's not about the money. And when it's not when you say when you say it's not about the money, then you think what's actually going to get you back then? Yeah. Like obviously, it's, if it's not about the money, then I'm sure he would have got offered a lot of money. Like how's it? So that's when I sort of gave up when he went back to backstage. We started backstage. I was like, oh okay. And obviously the rumors started up again. And I was like, oh yeah, I believe it when I see it. Even leading up to his return, um, yesterday or at Rampage, I was still hoping that. It was going to be a surprise. Well, I still wasn't 100% certain that he was going to be there. I was still hoping maybe there was a bit of an element of surprise and he'd show up on SummerSlam the next day or just oh, not yeah. show up at all. Like, something CM Punk would do. Yeah. Um, I feel like CM Punk showing up at Chicago with everyone knowing he's going to show up was not a CM Punk move. Um, but then again, it's, as you said, it's sort of like who else? Like, it had to happen there, like, for, for like, yeah, just for viewing sake and just for everyone to like that that realistically that's the perfect moment for him to show up. Yeah. But it's not a CM Punk move, you know? Yeah. Um it's it, it, it's gonna be interesting to see him back because as he said, we'll go we'll break down his promo after. But yeah. in during his promo he said I uh, he was throwing obviously a bit of shade at WWE, but what he did make a good point saying um how he was injured and he wasn't healthy, which is very true. He was not healthy at, in his, in his, uh, at the end of his WWE career. So um, he said he probably could not have kept going the way he was going. So the time off, we'll see how that, um, how that treated him. And he, apparently he's looking really good in the ring. So I, I just can't wait just to see what – even though I'm not a, I'm not a massive AEW fan, I'm, I'm not just a strict WWE fan, but I'm not a huge AEW fan. But obviously this is going to make me, and I'm sure a lot more people, Tune to yeah. AEW and see actually what it's about because if they just give CM Punk the you know just to go ahead to just do whatever he wants, which I'm sure they will. Um, it'll be quite interesting to see what you know, um, what he can conquer and what he can what he can get up to regarding promos and matches, I guess. Yeah, dream matches to too. See. Yeah, interesting to see the matches um, that he can do over there. For me, I, I, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Hundred percent, I'm excited. He's back, but I just feel like you know, if it's not if he didn't go back, like he didn't go back to WWE. So for me, that's like, I don't know. It's like WWE sort of created him type thing. So I, they, even though he they didn't, but without WWE, people aren't still talking about CM Punk seven years later. Yeah, that's right. Sort of thing. So I'm sort of thinking he kind of not owed it to them, but like. It would have been the nice guy thing to do, even though he's still at heat with them, obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it didn't dog him, sort of thing. But like, it would have been a real fairy tale for him to show up back at WWE, and I'm sure a lot more people would have felt um, the same way. 
but it's still good to see him back, and it's just um just to have him CM Punk back in the wrestling ring. Yeah, that that would be the CM Punk thing to do, just show up at WWE when you know <laughs> everyone thinks he's going to AEW. Exactly, and that's what I was kind of holding on to. But yeah, I know it was just all that talk eh, this last week. Oh. Just everything was CM Punk, CM The trolling from Punk. everyone, not even just from AEW. From WWE were trolling him coming there. Everyone was just off. Yeah. You know, Cena saying he's going to jump a barricade and blow a kiss. Sasha Banks' tweet, let's light it up. Yeah, it, she did a good job of that. <laughs> How'd that go, Sasha? <laughs> Yeah. How about you? You 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 were a pretty big punk fan during the summer of punk and stuff. How do you feel about him being back? Yeah, well, seven years. I've I moved on. Mm-hmm. You know, I was I was always one of those guys that was just like everyone's still chanting CM Punk and everyone wants him to come back and because they think he would he would have fixed WWE. And I just think like, why do you care? Like he walked out. How is he still relevant? You know, like what's the not, I don't see the big deal in him because I did, but it was just like just move on, sort of thing. So, and then I didn't believe it as well. You know, when they say oh, yeah, he's he signed with AEW, you know he's going to be there. It's just like yeah, whatever. Like why announce it? It's CM Punk. You know, just imagine the shock value if he just randomly turned up. And everyone in the whole wrestling history. Him, he's right there with the Hogan uh, as yeah. surprise factor. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's that's CM Punk. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, was it the platform that he did? <laughs> What's like, so special they, about a man with tattoos and yeah, normal like, man from Chicago? Like, they think he's the savior. So, you know, he very well could be. Who knows? But. You know, he's not yeah. a super, he's not a superstar, he's a megastar. Mm. Um, and there's only there's only a few of them, so but look, look, I'm happy that he's back, I guess. It's obviously early days. He's still gotta get in the ring and do something. He's not just gonna come out and talk every single week like he's gotta he's there to wrestle. Yeah, exactly. So you know, and you know, he's Still claiming to be the best in the world, I guess. So, time to uh, time to put them boots back on, and mm. no, it'll be good. It'll definitely be good. And hey, look, AEW, whatever. I would have preferred WWE. You know, yeah, personally, know, same. Yeah, you know, Vince McMahon, he doesn't care. He brought back Hogan. He brought back Austin. Mm-hmm. You know, he will anything for a draw. Yeah, that's right. Anything to improve the product. So, yeah. AEW should seriously consider moving to Mondays. Well, now you never with know. Punk, with Punk, you'd, they'd beat Raw in the ratings for sure. But well, yeah, exactly. He's got he's got that he's got but that star power. It's like for how long though? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, like yeah, could... they can do it, but that's only a temporary thing. Yeah, yeah WWE it... is as a constant. Yeah. I mean, they sort of, re- they replied. Uh, we won't talk about that. Yeah, we, already did. we already did, but we won't. Um, <laughs> so we'll talk about his promo. Yeah, you're going to break it down for us. 
Yeah, I found the transcript, which was good. Actually, I copped a smashing on this, which is hilarious. People, um, people get offended by other people's opinions, which is just it's pathetic. It's sad. And look, I I said it. I said it was disappointing. Um, what he did, his comeback, his return. Only because of some of the things that he said, and because it's CM Punk, it's just overhyped, and you you just expect the most amazing thing ever, and then it's just you know he says what he says, which I'll read out everything that he said. I hope it's everything anyway, um, and then what he's going to do from there, and sort of expect more. So that's probably on me. Well, I thought it was disappointing, but it doesn't mean I'm not happy that he's back. But that's what comes with CM Punk, as you just said. With CM Punk, you expect the best. That's right. So, say you know, it, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson makes a debut, we're happy with it. Yeah. CM good. Punk makes it where everyone knows where, like, not we are. We are satisfied, but not to the extent where we should be, where we feel we should be. Especially with him going to WWE, and Punk's been vocal about his hatred and his bitterness towards WWE. Yeah, he came to AEW. I can't remember what I just said. That's fine. He's in AEW. And then now he's still bitter and stuff over WWE. He was on Colt Cabana's podcast. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> this, this is what I will say to AEW. Vince McMahon would book CM Punk versus Colt Cabana. That's all I'll say. Vince McMahon would do it. So He put Matt Hardy in edge in a fucking cage match. <laughs> so. All right, let's get into the promo, shall we? Let's. All right. And I quote. Uh, all right. So obviously he comes out probably like a... He still had the cult of personality, the cult song um, as his entrance, which was pretty cool. That was so cool, yeah. From, uh, which, from WWE... To UFC, to AEW, that's just a trademark. Which works, because imagine if he just, like, look, remember when he came back after Money in the Bank and he first played that song and no one knew what it was? Yeah, it was, yeah. And then he walked out? Yeah. Sort of like, you didn't know if it was him or not, so the the reaction was, like, off. But the yeah. fact that he got to keep the theme, yeah. and then when that little, like, yeah. you know. So it's rather than him coming out to wild thing like like Moxley does now which is oh oh I had a it's feeling like... he might have came out to this fire burns oh imagine that yeah but no nah, he he is the cult of personality so definitely is and look they loved him they love to see him there and you still there's a new uh there's a new fan meme as well you obviously got the angry Miz girl You've got the Undertaker streak broken guy, and now you've got the CM Punk return crying guy. I'm sure he um, wasn't the only crier. No, but he was the one called on camera, and now <laughs> that that guy is forever a wrestling fan legend. He goes down in history, that bloke. That's him. He's one of the fan goats. All right, here we go. And I quote, You guys really know how to make a kid feel like Britt Baker in Pittsburgh. Let me just stop you right there. Place. That's what we're here to Why do. Why the fuck would he bring up Brit Brit Baker? Like, like you see him punk, mate. You don't have to talk about 
lower class people like that. I don't get it. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa and then whoa. he comes, and, and uh, let's just, uh, I'm going to go again. You're going to obviously get to the point where he, I'm just going to say, he calls out, he calls out, I don't even know his name, Darby Allen. Like, you'll see him punk, mate. You use yourself, like, you're a megastar. You don't have to fucking talk about these peasants. Sorry, I'm, 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 a, bit, I'm a bit on the edge. Uh, yeah. J- Jaden's are uh, drinking. First song of this podcast is on the wines. Uh, so this this will be good. And, Real uh, men drink wine. Carry on. Sam Punk doesn't drink at all. Is he a real man or? He's an icon. He's straight edge, brother, brother. <laughs> um, so yeah, st- straight away he's putting over Britt Baker. Um, although J- Jaden doesn't see it. Oh, and that's and that's why we're here. I love it. All righty. I'm winning. I'm winging this. We're yeah, sure winging this. No, no, this is a quote. No, I'm saying yeah, sure he <laughs> yeah. Oh. All right, I'm winging this. We're winging this. We. That's a very important distinction. We'll get back to it but I didn't plan on what I was going to say because I didn't know what to say because I didn't know how I was going to feel, but I knew that's that I needed to feel it. I feel you Chicago and I hear you. So I can sort of say that. Yeah, I still, I, I, I still, I, I still believe that the pipe bomb was half scripted. Yes, I agree too. I yeah. still think that was storyline. I don't think all of it was, but I think he went a little bit off. Yeah, yeah. I think it I, was, but I think he went off rails a bit, yeah. I, th- I think he was definitely given leeway, um, but I still definitely think it would have been like, oh, here, talk about this and your frustrations and this and that, especially when you're trying to get him to re-sign. So, I could, but I can sort of see this because you got to think, like, still – being in CM Punk's shoes, like you don't know how everyone's going to react. Exactly. Because there would still be some people out there, myself included, who would be like, why should I care about you? You walked out when we needed you the most, sort mm. of thing. What, because you didn't want to work Triple H at WrestleMania? And stuff like that. So, you know, you sort of think like, I mean, it's still CM Punk. Like the crowd can chant CM Punk all they want. But at the same time, like um, like the old Joker quote, you know, with the dog chasing the car. You know, you don't know what you're going to do when you catch it. Like, what would you know, you don't know how the crowd's going to react when they actually see you and be like, holy fuck, he's actually here. Like, do I be happy or not? So I get that, especially that he needed to feel it. And mm. boy, did he feel it. And I get the fact also what he, where he says, I, I, I hear you or I heard you. And that, that, that's him. Like, that, that's them. Obviously, it's not going unnoticed the last years where people will not shut up about they want him back and wrestling it's not the same and he could be a sort of saviour him saying you know after he he does hear all that he doesn't go unnoticed type thing and that's obviously yeah. one of the reasons why he has returned because of the the fan base and just the legacy he has that's right and that's the next thing so he says after he says I feel you Chicago and I hear you Chicago obviously they start chanting CM Punk once again and then he says um that's what I've heard for seven years. I heard you. I heard you. And we've got a lot to cover. Straight away. When I we heard do that, indeed. <laughs> everyone, you know, which is true. Everyone chanted CM Punk every single chance they got. And he says, 
You know, that's all I've heard for seven years. And he's, you know, coming across as, you know, he was happy to hear it. Mm. Whereas before, you know, in the six months when he first left, yep, he, he came out it. and said, he came out, exactly, he came out mm-hmm. and said, why would you chant my name when there's people in their ring trying to entertain you? Like they always chanted it at AJ Lee and he just couldn't understand it. He mm. couldn't even watch her matches because hearing the fans chant CM Punk pissed him off. Funny how seven years makes that change, eh? That's right. So that's sort of when I when I first heard that, that's when I sort of went, okay, I have a feeling that I'm going to shit all over this, and I didn't shit all over it, and I'm not yes. shitting on it. But hearing that, it's sort of like hypocritical. On, yeah, I've I've listened to you on Colt Cabana like at yeah. least a hundred times. Complain like, about that shit. I know everything that you said on there, including saying. He's done with professional wrestling. He's never going to go back to wrestling yeah. again. And it's like, like all these fans that are cheering, they, they forget that. Like they're sort yeah. of like fake fans type thing. Yeah, and it can sort of be like one of those things, man, you just got to let that go. And they're like, that's fine. Mm. I understand that. But still, he said that. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's sort of like, sort of hold it to him. But Not just you know, once. Like he was, he was big on it. Mm. So, and then again, that's also what we're saying. Sam Punk's a fucking megastar. All right, carrying on after anything else on the CM Punk chance. Um, I, no, I think I think we nailed it. it. I think yeah. it's spot on. Like he, he exactly. Like, I I can understand how he was so against it, but I feel like he sort of earned after all these years. When he stopped becoming, even though we can tell he's still bitter with some of the shit he's saying, but he got less and less bitter and started to respect it a bit more. Yeah, maybe he did take a step back and get out of his own ego and say, you know what, this is actually quite cool that they're still cheering me and they still want me mm. around, which is obviously what's happened. Yeah, and it probably humbled him as well. Mm. It's just like, like, it's sort of one of those things, and we're probably going to jump back and forth here as well. There is no plan here. The only plan that we came up with was we're going to transcript his promo and go from there. Um, what do you think would have happened if he never, if he stuck to his word, there we go. There, there's me holding him to it. Um, but if he, but if he never came back to wrestling, like, what do you think would happen? Do you think like 20 years from now, <laughs> when fucking Dominic Mysterio and Goldberg's son are headlining WrestleMania, they're going to be chanting CM Punk? I do like, think that <laughs> he, he he could have potentially been the what chant that's just mm-hmm. always going to be there. And then how would everyone feel? Like say like. Three years from now, so ten. And that's years. putting him on the same level as Stone Cold Steve Austin, like. Yeah. And that's and that's not something that's not easy to do. Not not at all. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah. Okay, wait one second. Possibly for me, the most important thing. Here we go. Here we go. The most important thing I'm going to say right now, and this is for everybody at home. This is for everybody who bought a ticket. This is for everybody in the back. If at all through my journey, any of my personal choices or decisions related to my life made you feel disappointed or let down, let me just say, I understand. If you all try to understand that I was not going to get healthy physically, mentally, spiritually, or emotionally staying in the same place that got me sick in the first place. Yeah. This this, (laughs) this is a big one to break down. Yeah. Which is... yeah. And I'm one, and I'm one of those people. When when he said that, I thought, okay, all right, okay, I'll I'll hear out. I mean, yeah. I would always hear him out. Exactly. As well. 
when I when I first like, when I first watched it live, hearing hearing him say that originally, I thought, all right, so he's basically taking a dig at WWE there. But then I watched it yep. a couple of times more, saying he's not not at this party. He's not. He's just saying like genuinely, right. he was not healthy, which we've heard later on before the doctor shit and all that stuff that was going yeah. on behind the scenes. Yeah. Like he genuinely, look, yeah. You look at 2013 and stuff, like the end of 2013, and when he had that. Um, Mercer infection on his back and yeah. shit. He was not healthy, and if he kept going like they wanted him to keep going, he he we he will he wouldn't be the big star, isn't it? Now, and he definitely wouldn't have gone. Oh, who knows how long his career would have kept going for? Yeah, that's like, right. so originally I thought he was being bitter, and I sort of took a step back and said, you know what? It is true. It's, like, so far, like everything I've heard him say is true. So yeah. I could respect that, and I said, as you said, I'll keep listening from here on out. Like, and it's one of those things as well. That? Like, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, you know that he's going to address it. He's not going to say WWE. They leave that to they leave that to Jr. You know, yes. he's the one that calls it WWE Dynamite or Kenny Omega, <laughs> the WWE champion. Oh, first of all, let me just say, hold on, hold on, hold on to mention this at the start. I forgot. Jr. is hopeless at the moment. Oh, like, yeah. and, and imagine Pat McAfee and Michael Cole oh, seeing oh, Punk return. Yeah, man. <laughs> Pat, oh man! Like that is not. Oh, Jr. Smith. Oh, that's Sam Punk. Like, <laughs> fucking hell, man! Come on, this is like it's one of the biggest returns you'll ever see. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Taz. Wow, I can't believe it. Yeah, but, but the thing that I loved as well is they were just silent as well like they didn't say a word like it was just CM Punk in the crowd for like that first half an hour yeah or whatever it was and you know I was I was at work and I didn't move you know I got my phone out and I'm just standing there like just watching it um but yeah look also it's one of those things like I hate saying this sound like a mark saying that I can appreciate him saying that but like I do because it's it's good because he obviously wants to let everyone know and most people would know that it did make him depressed. It did make him sick. Yeah, and he exactly. was beat up and, you know, it just he seemed was, like he a struggle. Happy. He wasn't happy. Exactly. He exactly. Wasn't happy. Yeah, he, he wasn't happy. And that's exactly what he said in that Cole Cabana podcast. And, 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 and after, exactly. And that Cole Cabana, that's pretty much what he was getting at in that, in, like, in that last line. All yeah. the shit he was talking about WA, saying, you know, if that offended any of you, like, you have to understand where he was coming from. And that's the thing, you know, like try to understand I was not going to get mm. healthy in the place that got me sick in the first place. Yeah. yeah, I can sort of see both sides of that as well, where it's like, okay, I can understand that. But at the same time, it's sort of like you can take that as a dig. You can take that as yeah. a passion. Where it's yeah. like, okay, which way are you going to go? Are you just going to bury of like, the motherfuckers? You know, yeah, they're the ones or... that got you there. Like, why are you so salty about them? Yeah. So then he follows that saying, can I tell you guys a story? I mean... Like you have to ask, sir. Come on, please. He says it twice, doesn't he? <laughs> and then he goes, "It's getting hot in here. Hang on one second. And when he took the jacket off, I, oh man, I thought he was going to wear his CM Punk shirt from 2011. Oh, I, I wish. I was like, he's not going to easy. And it's sort of similar, but it's got like yeah. the fist in the middle of the stars, yeah. and on the back it's got I was there. Wonder where they got that idea from, <laughs> Brock Lesnar. Um, <laughs> but yeah, then he. He took off the he took off the the jacket, and then obviously the new punk shirt, which is probably already sold out. Yeah, I'll, yeah, it is. I've been trying to get it. <laughs> and then yeah, I know I'm tempted myself. I'm not gonna lie. 
I'll probably have to get it with uh, my new Christian cage. Um, <laughs> but then, what does he do after that? He does the old, I'm going to sit uh, down in the middle of the ring. Like legs crossed. Like he did after dropping the pipe bomb. And it's sort of like, it's one of those sins um, when Cena is in a promo battle with someone and he starts walking back and forth, nodding his head. You know, you're about to get <laughs> fucked up. You know what's up. coming. When CM Punk sits down crossing his legs, you know some shit's about to go down. Yeah. So when he saw that, I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. All right, all right. You've got my attention. You've got my But it's one of those things that, like, current new AEW fans, that like young ones, have no idea, like, about the Easter eggs and all the little things that That's Punk right. used to do. Like, you have to know sort of thing. And it's, like, every old fan that has been chanting for CM Punk yeah. would know exactly what that is. Yeah. And then maybe these new fans would be like, okay, that sort of came up after CM Punk. Everyone's chanting CM Punk. Okay, who's this CM Punk? You type yeah. in CM Punk on YouTube to see what he's done. First thing you're going to see is the pipe bomb. Exactly. So, and then that's where you sort of, you see it and go, oh, okay. Okay, so then, like you said, can I tell you a story again? You see... I felt before like I had to leave. I didn't want to, but I knew I couldn't stay. And that was when I used to work for a place called Ring of Honor. I did not see that coming. Nah, this pissed me off this part. Yep. August 13th, 2005 was my last match in Ring of Honor. And I famously came out with tears in my eyes. And walking out here today, I now know why I was crying. And it was a lot of reasons. Okay, just before then, just before we carry on. I recently actually watched the CM Punk DVD. Um, and I saw all the stuff that they did on him in Ring of Honor. Um, and what was funny about that was he had signed with WWE. And when he signed the contract, he did it on Ring of Honor television, on the Ring of Honor Championship. And then they started booing him and, you know, the old, you know, you sold out, you sold out. But then when they know it's his last match, they're cheering him. And he comes out crying when he's supposed to be a heel. So even back then in Ring of Honor, he just, he had, I guess they call it it. He had that it factor about him. Presence. Like, yeah, presence. There was something about him that just you gravitated towards. Anything to add on that? Yeah, I've also seen him. He was a he was a big deal in Ring of Honor, um, old school Ring of Honor. He was a. It is. It's 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 where it's where he started, sort of thing. But yeah, I, I see when he said that the Ring of Honor thing, I was like, okay. Now now he'll mention going to WWE then leaving then. Yeah, no. for sure, exactly. No, no. mentioned, but <sighs> that pissed me off the way he yeah, went about this. all this. Yeah, this this bit coming up, this is what really pissed me off. And yeah, this is definitely going to take some time, I think. Mm. But, but what it boiled down to was I, I had made a place where people could come work, get paid, learn their craft and love professional wrestling. And I cried because I knew I was leaving a place that I love. And it was a home. And I knew where I was going wasn't going to be easy for a guy like me because I'm one of you. So I look at it like this. And this is this is what just went. Okay. August 13th, 2005. 
I left professional wrestling. And then this is when he stands up and says, August 20th, 2021, I'm back. Okay. All right. So we had a bit of fun with this yesterday, messaging each other back and forth. And and I feel like we should say. Of course. And I posted (laughs) it. So it took me some time to realize. So 2005, he left wrestling. All right. So So what was happening in 2005? So in 2005, he was in Ring of Honor. Yep. He didn't want to leave, but he left. So from 2005 to 2021, there was no what? Sam Punk. There was no Sam Punk. So the biggest money match draw of probably the 2010s in WWE never happened. That was money in the bank. And look, so Sam Punk left in 2005, and we can't see John Cena. He tells us all the time, you can't see me. So we must have all dreamt that match at Money in the Bank. Um, I don't know if in your dream, Vince McMahon comes out with Johnny Ace. Um, I don't know. That happened in my dream. Well, in my dream, the pipe bomb a pipe bomb happened. Well, that's right. So if there's no pipe bomb, then there's no pipe bomb news. In reality, there is no pipe bomb at all. That's right. I mean, well, in my world, there's no pipe bomb news anyway because he blocked me. But... <laughs> Um, that's also, a story for another day. Also, Punk doesn't find happiness and find his future wife, AJ. Exactly. Where does he meet AJ Lee? Yep. So, who's the longest reigning champion of the modern is, era? Then? Is it called the Summer of Someone Else? It must. It, obviously, it's the Summer of Orton and Christian then, because yeah. they also. Well, I can't say they also, because they had a good rivalry in 2011. So, so the Summer did, of Punk never happened. So then who did Triple H... Why did Triple H text Kevin Nash then? That makes no sense. And this is us just having fun with this. People probably take this the wrong way. The SES never happened? The new Nexus SES. never happened? The new Nexus, no. So who who, who, commenta- who commentates during the, the walkout when Triple H is running? Yeah, when they're on strike. I guess they have no commentator. There's no... There's no... Who's, so... who, who rings the bell? In the well, then, if, then again, if why did Paul Heyman walk out in 2006 if he wasn't such a big advocate for CM Punk? He must have been a big advocate for someone else, which they didn't listen to, and he got the shits and left. Um, All this because apparently CM Punk left wrestling in 2005. So for 16 years, people have been chanting CM Punk. For, only because of a Ring, and, ring of Honor career. Yeah, I mean, I've got, I've got a, I've got a Chicago shirt. I didn't even realize I like Chicago that much. It's a white shirt. It's got the, it's got the stars. There's a fist on it, with an X, and on the back it says "Best in the World." I didn't even realize I like Chicago that much. Yeah, Best in the World. That's Brett the Hitman Hart, obviously. Oh, I thought it was uh, Shane McMahon. Yeah, well, obviously it's one of them. So, there you go. See now that. That really got me because that is mean, the ultimate saltiness. And it, that and is, bitterness. I mean, and we can say 2011. Look, you had a bitch, okay? You weren't happy. You had a bitch. You didn't want to be there anymore. So what did they do? They made you champion for a year and a half. You were killing it on all levels. Like you were selling shook, more shook, merchandise than John Cena. Outsold John Cena. 
Like, you can't just... I know he's not a big, you know, money guy, but, I mean, you got millions of fucking dollars. And, yes, he says it should have been billions or tens of millions because, you know, of all the stuff he did, and that's fair. But Mm. you can't just, you know... Moxley, I know Moxley wouldn't just... I mean, and he had some he had some big issues in WWE himself, but I'm pretty sure he would still acknowledge it. You know that part of his life and and what got him to win. Yeah, and that's and that's where that, I'm that's like he's still off. bitter. The fact that for seven years WWE fans chanted his name after he left and what he did for them, and and he just basically wipes that whole part of him out, which got him to where he is. He would not have had the UFC. He would not have had whatever, all the movies now. He would not have any of that if he was not in WWE. Like, he doesn't exist without WWE. No offense, punk, but you don't exist without WWE and Vince McMahon. And I think the only thing why he would still be that way is because of how he was released, which was on his wedding day. And I think that was, I think that's still, that's yeah, obviously that still, would stick. That would that's stick. still weighing on his mind, but like 434 days, you know, it should have been 500. He shouldn't have, he shouldn't have lost it to the rock. That was just stupid. You know, and at the same time, you know, he had to put the rock over, rock leaves, puts over, take a, take a leaves. He puts over Lesnar, Lesnar leaves, you know. Exactly. So There's only that, so much but... he could deal with, which, which you already stated. And you know he put he beat the shield three on one. I don't know how that happens. That happens because you see him fucking punk. Um. So yeah, that's where I sort of go. You know, he's still bitter. And look, yes, the wedding day stuff. Okay, understandable. But you know, that's it's two and a half thousand days later. But mate, like you know, it's still. He uh, what, still did that, some pretty big things in there. You know what he I built, relate. Uh, you know what I he, kind of relate. No, you're. Right. I, I kind of relate this to sort of an. Like, I, I love Eminem, but like it's kind of Eminem makes all the money in the world, and he's still bitter about little shit that happened years and years and years ago. Like yeah, punk, true. you what you make now? I can't even imagine what his new deal is at AEW. The money he's making. I know he's never. He's always said it's never about money, which obviously it wasn't ever about money. Or he probably would have returned to WWE. But, like, you're doing all this stuff, you're happy, you're making that many people happy in the wrestling world, and you're still bitter over something that got you to where you are today, sort of thing. Like, that's one thing I just will not ever get over. And that's the thing, like, you look at WWE, like, that fan base, nothing will top it. I mean, take nothing away from his return, but on the AEW Instagram page, it's done, like, 730 thousand views in 24 hours Brock Lesnar came back today and within an hour it was 1.5 million Becky Becky 1.1 already that's who would have thought I'm not not putting any anything as the women but who would have thought you told me 10 years ago a woman gets more views so even though it doesn't mean anything more views than CM Punk returning CM Punk yeah like CM Punk's one of the biggest things in wrestling imagine Here's, okay, imagine CM Punk returning to WWE. Oh. The fucking hits on that in an hour. You know. Um, yeah, I completely forgot what I was going to say. I have oh, a no, question. Um, Make sure it, you remind me right at the end of this. I have a question for you. Right, uh, carry on. No worries. Um, 
yeah, back to WWE, like how it's just, it sort of seems like it's nothing to him. And obviously it never existed. But without WWE, he wouldn't have this massive fan base. He wouldn't have all these people in AEW chanting for him to come out in Chicago. You know, they wouldn't be chanting at WWE when Stephanie McMahon comes out, when Vince McMahon comes out, when Triple H comes out. You know, because the fans are trying to get at them for like, you made a big mistake. Yeah, treat, like treating so like that. You know, so like I get it. He's got his reasons. I just hope that one day it can, I mean, I know for sure. I mean, business is business, but Vince McMahon, I mean, Vince McMahon brought back Hogan, you know, after Hogan testified against him in the steroid trial. He brought back Austin after Austin walked out on him in 2002. Vince will still want to put punk in the He continues to bring back Brock Lesnar, even though they have a good good relationship sometimes. (laughs) But he brings back the most bipolar person of all time because of business. Yeah. So I do hope one day... He definitely should be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Um, he, I'm pretty sure he's in everyone's eyes. Um, I'm pretty sure everyone would already put him in the AEW Hall of Fame. Um, he hasn't done anything there yet. Let's give him time there. But yeah, hopefully just one day he can just acknowledge what he did. And put all um, that shit aside, yeah. Yeah, just put all that shit aside and just admit he is where he is today. Because, exactly. because of what he did there. I mean, and go back to that Survivor Series when he was with DX. You know, the crowd wanted him back then. You know, he's in the ring with the Hardy Boys, Triple H and Shawn Michaels, and the crowd is chanting CM Punk. Like, that <laughs> says something about him. And this is back when he had long hair. And I, honestly, I couldn't stand him when he had long hair. This was before the Straight Edge Society. Um, so that's, but yeah, that just saying he left professional wrestling in 2005. That's the ultimate bitterness. That's yeah. That that is a kick in the nuts. And for proper wrestling fans, that not just the new AEW fan that that should hurt them like it hurts us. Yeah, that's like, as we said. We'll put, put nothing like we're not we're not putting shit on his return. But like, come on, man. Yeah, and that's this wouldn't have happened with that. Yeah, and that's where I got that's where I got all the flack from because you know I said he's still bitter towards WWE by saying he left in two thousand and five, but that that does hurt because think of all the I mean all the people he outsold John Cena in merch. That's because people were buying his stuff. Who and else gets asked just, to put the Rock over? Everyone <laughs> like, now. Everyone now, but like. Um, Eric like, Rowan at WrestleMania. Or was it like Luke he's Harper? Putting the rock over, like, and that was a big deal. And that was and he had to turn heel to do it. Mm. He was gonna lose his title either way. It was either lose a title to Daniel Bryan, so Bryan can drop it to Rock, or you have to turn heel and lose a title to Rock. So oh. all right, moving on. That that shit hurts. That's a kick in the nuts for sure. Okay. And I'm back for you. I'm not going to lie. You kind of just did, but still. I'm back for me too. And I'm back because there's a hell of, hell of a lot of young talent that I wish, was, I wish I was surrounded by 10 years ago. Okay. Let's just stop it right there. So what? He wasn't surrounded by the shield. 
exactly thank you thank you that was my that was that the who you first thing that i thought yeah that's the first thing i was thinking of especially when they split them up as singles mm-hmm. cm punk versus seth rollins wow he was the one that literally pitched for them to go up to the main roster and what apparently they didn't exist so exactly like you know i know he did his little you know one on three handicap match which was ridiculous um but like come on there was no young talent there like who else like what Zack Ryder was up and coming then yeah you'd say um even the Miz yeah the Miz the Miz coming into his own Ziggler Um, Ziggler I know they did like a few they had a few matches but still like there's always so much more that you can do Um, but it's just the position that he was putting. Yeah, exactly. But at the same time, he could lobby to work with these guys. Mm. That's what Edge did. Exactly. Like exactly. Like he needs to take a bit of ownership himself. Like, like he's a he's you gotta he has to remember he's a main eventer. Like he has to come up against main eventers. Like he's a megastar. He doesn't just come up against you know unless he wants to, sort of thing. Yeah. At the time, he could have requested to come up against them type of people, like a Cena, where he always he's always open to everything. Yeah. You know? So, but yeah, it's definitely like, and when you look at that, you know, towards the end of his run, 2013, obviously he wasn't champion anymore and he wasn't really doing much. He took the time off after Mania, came back, worked Jericho, did Money in the Bank, then Lesnar, you know, but he still worked Curtis Axel. Mm-hmm. You know, he was young, up and coming, like he could have done so much for him. Curtis Axel as well is one that I think his potential hasn't been reached. Um, but then you've got the shield. He had our belt. I know Del Rio. Del Rio. Ryback, um, even that, that's another story. He, yeah. <laughs> we could break down the Colt Cabana podcast and talk about Fuck. Ryback for that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, he had to wrestle st- steroid, man. Oh, that didn't <laughs> um, care about injuring anyone. But yeah, like you just think like he sticks around 2014. You know, they break up the shield. You know, they could continue this CM Punk for Triple H rivalry. Seth Rollins was with Triple H. Mm. Exactly. Like, if he's stuck around a little bit longer, he sees the emergence of NXT and everything that he wanted to be, like, to fight. And, he can and be a part thing. of that. All those NXT, the new Nexus, he could have done something with exactly. them with the core. Yep. So, you know, that's another thing where it's like, okay, okay, now you just sort of, now you're really trying to. Yeah. Now you're really trying to piss off WWE. Exactly. Fans. Yeah. And that's not just WWE fans. That's that's just got to be wrestling fans in general. Yes, people but hate WWE. The thing is, that's what are the wrestling fans are blinded just because, like they're putting CM Punk above wrestling in general. But without yeah. wrestling, CM Punk isn't there. You know, like it has to be. You have to realize that people have to realize that. But we're, yeah. we're not putting shit on CM Punk returning. <laughs> No, like, that, and that's that's what that's what this is going to come across as. I was thinking yeah. that before, and thinking, yeah. oh, I can't wait to hear feedback on this one because I've probably just lost more followers. I don't <laughs> care. That's fine. I, I am one of the biggest CM Punk fans. Like, I, I've dead said, like I, I cried every time. I say, like, I, I get that return. I love it. Yeah, but, and I remember, uh, I remember constantly giving you shit, saying, just shut up about CM Punk. He's not coming back. This was like two years ago, three years yeah. ago. Like he's not coming back. Just let it go. <laughs> and and you're like and this is and this is good because it's coming from a real genuine CM Punk fan as well. So and that's sort of what 
like people listening to this, I would like them to realize, like, try to see it, try to take off your bias glasses. Exactly. Exactly. And just right. try to see it for what it is. Exactly. And, and try to see truth in it as well. And that's why I posted saying, you know, that it was disappointing. But I also added taking the piss out of a lot of people as well, saying no one will admit it because they're too busy pulling themselves to this moment and marking out. Which is fine. I was marking yeah, out exactly. You're fine to, to realize. You have to read deeper. I read between the lines. That's the thing, and that's why. I mean, this is this is why I love wrestling. This is why I do this podcast. Like, because I can sort of. I mean, there was a time when something would piss me off, and I'd be like, "Nah, fuck it, whatever." And then there's other times where it's like, "Okay, I only see this," which is what a lot of people are doing with punk. But I can sort of put myself in that position now to see both sides. Mm. You're not just blinded by punk. Yeah, I'm trying not to blind myself. And I mean, I can't do it with Charlotte Flair yet. And I yeah, probably but, may, uh, may never be able to do that. But I know. There's reasons for that. <laughs> yeah, but, so, yeah, it's just, you know, it's this stuff here. You know, I left wrestling in 2005. Um, I wish there was a hell of a lot of young talent in 2000 and, or 10 years ago. I mean, okay. All right. Um, anything to add on that or well I think we covered like he's how's the Moscato going oh quite good going down real nice with my peppermint chocolate peppermint chocolate I'm sounding like a real fucking homo aren't I but uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, no that's that's the thing like say he sticks around for a couple months longer and he sees the emergence of NXT like that's right this stuff he's going on about it's it's his own sort of doing type thing yeah, like, and, and I'm not finding myself exactly like, like yeah, I'm seeing punks back, but I, I, I'm also one that thinks, you know what? Without wrestling and Vince McMahon, seeing punk doesn't exist. Like this yeah, return like, doesn't happen, and people don't realize that. Yeah, I mean, he would have been a perfect fit for NXT. Yes. Like, and he was there because I remember the face-off between him and Rollins. Yeah. But that was when NXT was something different. Yeah. You know, 2014, 15 is when it, when it really shot up. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's it's obviously one of those things. Yeah. Um, and it's also, it's one of those what ifs, and it's a big shame. Um, but, you know, playing both sides, um, you know, he was hurt. You can see where he's coming from. Um, but, you know, you just really wish they could have worked something out. Um, anyway. Okay. So, go back a bit, and I'm back because there's a hell of a lot of young talent that I wish was was surrounded by 10 years ago. So insane that I sit back and I say, well, hell, they're here now, so why aren't you? Here I am. I'm back because I want to work with that young talent that had the same passion that I had stamped out. I'm back because there's a couple of scores to settle in that locker room and I'm back for the young guys. So I probably could have finished that quote. Then we get into it, but you know, you're telling me that um, Seth Rollins didn't have that passion oh. way back when, like Zach Ryder, like you said, the Miz. Um, Ziggler, like, Come on. Ziggler, Cesaro, which Cesaro <laughs> yeah. had signed was coming through. Like these NXT guys, Neville, Bo yeah. Dallas, Tyson Kidd. Yeah, Neville, yeah, exactly Sa- right. Sami Zayn, Kevin Owens. Like, oh. I know 
I know they're probably not younger guys, but they finally made it to that stage. Mm. Punk's that, a that he sort of for took that. for granted. Yeah. Type thing. Yeah, exactly right. Like, and I agree, him saying that AEW has a lot of young talent, which is... is, is, is which, which is true. Right. Exactly, which would be... Um, as we can't wait to see him work with some of them, what can happen. And a couple of scores to settle backstage. That would be interesting. What do you that, mean by that? Well, what, exactly. That was going to be my next question. That's one that really... Uh, that one grabbed my attention a lot. Yeah. Scores to settle in that locker room. Um, I can see uh, apart him from, and Chris Jericho. Apart from a Colt Cabana... Yeah. I'm thinking, what scores do you have to settle in that locker room? I feel like him and Jericho will have a good go. Um, maybe a Moxley. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested by that to see what he means. Because it's obviously the clear one. Malachi Black. Malachi Black. Yeah, maybe. I think what Alistair Black has done with Malachi Black, he can work with anybody. Um, but yeah, that that sort of threw me because when you hear scores to settle, you obviously think you're thinking of like some heat, some bad blood, yeah. and then I'm thinking, okay, <coughs> Colt Cabana's the obvious one. <clears throat> That's going to be very interesting. But I mean, like other than that, who else? Like I don't really remember any of these guys coming out and talking shit about Punk leaving because that's that's immediately where I go. That's immediately Maybe an MJF. Oh, like MJF should have come out. If Punk was not oh, going to sh- turn party. up, it should have just been MJF coming out. Real heat. Only one that can get away with it. I could see him and MJF. Uh, MJF. Mm. MJF. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. interested. He's talking about proper, like obviously proper beef he has with people. So. But yeah, that, that's how I took it. I mean, he said on the Colt Cabana podcast, like, um, Chris Jericho came out and said Punk doesn't want to talk to his friends in WWE or whatever. That's what I'm um, saying. Maybe a Jericho. And then, yeah, and then Punk goes, no, if you have an agenda, I want nothing to do with you. Yeah. And then Jericho addressed it on his podcast. And Jericho didn't want to do a podcast with him. He just wanted to check in, see what was up and all this. But obviously, you know, everything gets um, misunderstood. Mm. So... I mean, but there is plenty of matches. I mean, even in WWE, there's plenty. Exactly. Wherever he goes, there's dream matches type thing. Yeah. So, um, and then, so then it uh, goes to Darby Allen and Sting, and he calls out Darby Allen. I do not understand that. (laughs) Yeah. Darby Allen, I see you. You're good. I've seen you jump out of aeroplanes. I've seen you wrapped up in a body bag and chucked over the top rope. I've seen you kick down a flight of stairs and you always came back. Come back, one of them. I'm on the beers, I can't read. (laughs) Just like each and every person here in Chicago, you're tough. But I'm here to help and you're the first on the list. I'm going to help you because you're a daredevil and you like danger. Well, Darby Allen, there is nothing you can do that is more dangerous than wrestling CM Punk. (laughs) except wrestling CM Punk in Chicago. I I will see you, and I'll see Sting. I'll come see you all. Hang on. Let me go go back one second. (laughs) I I will see you, and I'll see Sting. And I'll see all of you September 5th at All Out. 
live on pay-per-view. I'm back. That'll be good. That'll be good. Okay. All so right. that's obviously going to sell out all out. Now, yeah. Darby Allen's an interesting one for me because he came oh, out and said started. Um, best in the world, people who claim to be best in the world. See, that's that little Easter egg you are talking about. Yeah, before. the little, yeah, you have to know, you know, like, why, the new fans would know type thing. Yeah. So why Darby Allen bot? Yeah. See, I do not get it. See, from now on, like for the rest of like, this, we'll be talking about this return for the next, for 10 years down the track. So in yeah. 10 years, we're talking about this. And then in the back of our head, we're thinking, oh, and then there's a Darby Allen. Say Darby, Darby Allen doesn't make anywhere. Why would CM Punk come out to try and put over this Darby Allen character when he's making the biggest return in history, one of the biggest returns in history? And like, I just don't understand it. Why him? You really think he's going to put over Darby Allen in Chicago? Well, no, but like first the match fact in, that he, no, his first, his first, hang on, his first wrestling match in sixteen years. <laughs> Oh, that's right. 16 yeah, that's years. Right. Oh, well, 16 in that case, years. well, in that case, no way. But that is a lot of ring rust. <laughs> um, this is us taking the piss, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yeah, that's, I mean, why? You'd think. Yeah, what do you make of Darby Allen? What, what, what do you think? Uh, why do you think he did that? I honestly, I don't know. I straight away <laughs> think of a Kenny Omega. Exactly. Or a Jericho. Or an MJF. Well, you want to build someone yeah, up, fucking get, I, get, him, get him against MJF. Yeah. And MJF would be perfect. Imagine the fucking promo war oh, between the two of them. Just talking, what, just talking because, trash. Because I'm pretty sure Jericho's done. Because I'm pretty sure he's going on tour with Fozzie. Yeah, I, I heard that. And I think that's why the MJF-Jericho match happened on Dynamite as opposed to All Out. Um, but... Obviously, MJF's in this Jericho feud. I think if it wasn't this Jericho MJF, MJF would be that first guy for sure. Um, but I'm just I'm just trying to think like who else is there? Like that's that's AEW's, you know, not that came from WWE. Like well, Hangman Page, he's going to come up against Kenny Omega. Yeah, that's definitely rather than later. That's like, definitely when, happening. When I think. CM Punk to AEW, the first match I think is Kenny Omega Punk. And yep. the second match I think of is him and MJF. And they're two that I would have 100% expected for him to happen straight away. Yeah. Um, the only thing I can think of, I mean, and now it's going to sound like I'm putting shit on Darby Allen, but realist, realistically, it's his first, it's going to be his first match in seven and, well, actually more than seven and a half years. But in his head, it's going to be 16 years, but that's whatever. I mean, you can do you can do all the training you want to do for heels, the heels um, TV show that he's a part of, but it's a lot different getting in the ring and doing it, and that's why that's why Edge picked Orton because he's he was comfortable with Orton and he knew Orton would get him there. You'd sort of think Punk would want to do that, maybe with a Jericho, you know, because he's worked Jericho before, but at the same time. He had a bitch about that in 2013 because he already worked Jericho and he wanted to work someone new. So I can sort of see both sides. Darby Allen is someone new. But there's also a lot of, I guess, bigger, like Hangman Page. Yeah. Um, maybe a John Moxley because that's, he worked yeah, him as, as exactly. Dean Ambrose and that's a yeah. lot different. Um, 
I'm surprised it's not Cody Rhodes because that's just how you that's how you make it in AEW. You know, your first match is with Cody. But well, see, yeah, I would have even expected a Cody exactly like over Darby. There's, there's about ten people I could put over Darby Allen. Seriously, even Sting. Like, I, and he's that old. Like, I still would have expected Punk to fight Sting over Darby Allen. Like, it's just odd, isn't it? But I, I guess what he's saying is he wanted to come back for the young talent, and if maybe that is true. That's, yeah, well, that, that's exactly what he is. That's what he's doing straight up as well. And when I think when I think of the young guys in AEW, I immediately think of Darby Allen and Jungle Boy. Yeah, I think of a Darby Allen and yeah. a uh, and a and a Hangman and a, hang, and a Hangman or a MJF. Yeah, but see, exactly. I, and Hangman and MJF are young, but. I look at them as experienced at the same time where yeah. with Darby Allen and Jungle Boy, I don't look at them as vets. When I would look mm. at MJF, who's 25, as a vet, look at yeah, as a vet. Because he's I look been at in him those big-time matches. And he, and he can do it. Like I look at him as the modern-day Ric Flair. Mm. And I've said that from the start. So, but yeah, Darby Allen, that's... Like, I mean, you, you, it's going to be good. You, you would think Punk comes back, First first you want is to have someone who can good on the mic against him. Like yeah. doesn't that just make sense to be MJF so he could talk shit saying oh, oh go that back would to sell. the oh. That would because MJF would bring up the fact that he hundred percent. Hundred percent. He'd bring up Colt Cabana, he'd bring up all that stuff. Like, he doesn't care. Exactly. And and Punk wouldn't care as well because it would sell. Exactly. Um so yeah, I mean that sort of is, I mean, and I know a lot of the AEW fanboys and fans and marks and <laughs> just, yeah, I'm like, I'm taking the piss, but you know, AEW fans, they will see it in Darby Allen and they'll be like, yes, you know, fuck yeah. But you want that money in the bank 2011. You want yes. that big match feel for CM Punk. Yeah, just exa- exactly. Just for his first one. Like, and, and Darby Allen's hanging out with Sting. Like, yeah. <laughs> Scorpio Sky, another one. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's heel. I haven't I haven't seen him around lately, but um, I wonder if Sam Punk's going to wrestle on Dark on YouTube or something. I don't know. We'll see. I highly doubt it. <laughs> okay. Here's, here's where this is the last part of his promo. I honestly thought it was longer. Um. But here's the thing. So remember, August 13th, 2005, he left professional wrestling. He finishes off with, oh, one more thing. Seven years is an awful long time to wait for somebody. What's he talking about seven years? He said he left professional wrestling 16 <laughs> years ago. Doesn't add up, punk. Do the math. It, yeah, so, so currently it's 2012. <laughs> Sweet, I'm only 22. <laughs> Oh, well, if that's the case, I don't even know how old I am. 2012, oh. I'm 10. <laughs> you should have been drinking that Moscato. <laughs> I'm 10. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, so seven years is a long time. I agree. But it is. I mean, and it's true. It is a long time, and, and that's just how loyal his fans are. Mm. That's how passionate his fans are. Yeah. And that's and that's him. Like, And that just, exactly. that just goes to show that he is a fucking megastar. He is that guy. He deserves He's, everything, like all the good stuff he gets. Oh, and he does. And he deserved everything that he did yesterday. 
yeah. coming out of that rampage. that moment, reaction. 100%. Um, he, goes he, has earned, he has earned everything he gets from now on. Oh, 100, yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, you can only hope that that Mark Tony Khan treats him right. Yeah, and there's not many people that I, I, we, that you could come back like that and say he earns a lot of stuff. Mm. Like, we put shit on The Rock for coming back and taking whatever he wants, and even Lesnar to an extent. But, like, yeah. a Cena or a Punk come back and you're like, you know what? The, the amount of stuff you've done to get in this position and when wrestling was sort of... I've seen it done it for longer, obviously, but when wrestling was sort of like, who was there? Like, the big guys have left and the Agent Era's finished. Who's there to hold it? They were there. Even Punk, even though Punk didn't do it for that long, but he did do it. Yeah, that's right. Um, he finishes off by saying, I appreciate everybody here who has waited. So on your way out of the United Centre tonight, <laughs> grab yourself a free ice cream bar. See, me. another Easter egg. Uh, the young but, fans would have no idea. But the ice cream bar... Where does that come from? He left professional wrestling in 2005. So. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the, exactly. The merch and the ice cream bars that he went on a rant about never existed. Uh, he, um, someone selling the wrapper on eBay is going for $1,000. Jesus. See, that's just punk. And that doesn't happen without WWE. Exactly. Absolutely. <coughs> exactly. That is WWE. Uh, AEW making money, or whoever that person is making money off WWE. Pretty much. And um, I said before about his shirt, the stars, but it had the fist in the middle. His WWE one actually had the fist in the middle as well. That's how much I. Yeah, but they had lightning. This one has lightning around it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You said you had a question. Yeah, I I do. It's a remind you before I forget. Good. All right. Thank you. <laughs> I All did right. my job for once. Let me finish this whole question. So, do you ever see Punk returning to WWE? And now I'm saying, obviously, we never thought he would, would have happened and we never thought he would have returned at all. So, you can never say never now. That's a classic example of you can never say never. Yep. You do think. Um, do I think he'll return to WWE? Yep. In um, any way, shape or form. Yes. So do I. In any, I, in any way, shape, or form, yeah, I do think he'll return. Yes. In a certain way, eventually, it'll be it'll be quite a bit down the track. It could be a long time down the track, and it could be for a Hall of Fame ceremony. But I feel like he will. Like the door's now more open than it was, sort of yeah. thing. And yeah, like you said, never say never. Um. But at the same time, I think he owes it to the fans as well. Yeah, that is exactly. And now, and I think the fans like deserve it. Yep, hundred percent. I think you know now, uh, even though he was still bitter during that promo, but like you, you can tell that he now appreciates, other than when he did after he left, he appreciates the fans and pretty much made it made a brand for him and made him money. They've yeah. kept him, made him have a living, sort of thing. Yeah, um, and, I think, and I think, and I think this promo yesterday would have helped him as well. Because, I mean, it's got to be tough for him to, obviously not knowing what to say, do you bash WWE? Yeah. Do you not? You appreciate um, them. Like, what kind of character is he going to go for? Yeah, and, and he said, um, I'll just get it back up here. Um, he said before, um, there was his reasons. 
Oh, fuck, where was it? Um, so he goes, there's good news and bad news. The bad news is we're not going to get to it all right here, right now. So there is more. So he said that's the bad news. So the bad news is he's not going to get through everything, which obviously he wouldn't. But, you know, there's good news to come. So you can only hope that, you know, you never know, like, how, however long his deal is. I don't know yeah. if it's common knowledge. I don't really I think care. I read it was two years somewhere. Okay. Um, you know, maybe towards the end of that, you never know. He Sam Punk's that kind of guy that could just mm. cut a promo leaving the door open to let people know, hey, exactly. yeah. I could be going back to WWE. Exactly. And that's something you know, Punk I, would do. I've burnt that bridge and, you know, there's something there for me. And and if he said, maybe it was all a part of the character at the time, like, yeah. he, but he does, re, he does respect and he does know. Like, exactly. Like, so it's such a Punk thing to do. It's un- unexpected. such a Punk thing to do. You know, and like, you know, he walked out after the Rumble, the Raw mm-hmm. after the Rumble. Yeah. You know, he he did that his way, but I still think he needs to leave WWE the right way on his terms. He should go out the right way, and I think the only way he goes out is in WWE. Yes, 100%. And now, but if, we, if he never returned to AEW, I do not think there was a hope of him coming back. Maybe a Hall of Fame thing, but not in any other thing than that, like any other way. So, in a way, this AEW could work out very well for future WWE endeavors. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like it's, it's good to think about. And now we can, like, now before it was like you used to think about it, but it was like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, right. Believe when I see it. Now it's even yeah. more of a chance, sort of thing. Look, we've seen it. We've seen yeah, that literally. First step. Yeah. Um, the door's slightly open. Slightly. Yeah, open. you never know. Look, never say never. That's it. Tell them, um, JB. <laughs> Justin Bieber. Yeah, I know. I, know. Okay. I, I don't know. If yeah, I know. I, I picked up on that as oh, well. Okay. <laughs> um, never say never. Uh, do you think he becomes AEW champion? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For, and it, as you said before, he will go down as AEW Hall of Famer probably just for his name. And yeah, I'm feel like they'll, feel like they'll have to put a championship on him. It's just yeah. the uh, it's it's just the thing to do, isn't it? Not yet, not for a while, but I do no, feel yeah, yeah he'll be. have a he'll have a run. And that's the thing, but with him, him saying the uh, the whole thing about the young talent, which he, he will go against the young talent, but I don't, and I think he won't just go into it straight away as a title, like a lot of people would. Like he'll build himself up like a proper way, like the respectful wrestling way, which he's always been about. Yeah, um, but no, it's it's exciting. For it sure. is. Um, you know what a time to be a wrestling fan. Wrestling is in such a good place. Isn't it funny how from like one two two years ago, this time two years ago, how far it's come? Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, anything else on Punk you'd like to add on this CM Punk episode? No, I just think, you know, this is one of the most, I reckon this is the most probably important episode we've ever done. Um, this is such a long time coming. I feel like it had to be done no matter what. Yeah. Um, punk, whether we liked it or didn't like it, um, it definitely had to, like, it would have been rude not to talk about Punk for dedicating a whole episode to him. Yeah. Just for everything he's done and just, yeah, everything that can be happening. Punk. Exactly right. 
like people, as you said, people are going to come on, are listening, thinking, oh, they're just hating on Punk. Oh, we wouldn't have done a full hour, whatever, yeah, like, hour and 15 minute podcast on Punk if we hated him. <laughs> yeah, you, you, but, wouldn't say, you wouldn't say an hour episode on Charlotte Flair. Exactly. <laughs> that's for sure. You know, like, and I don't, this is the thing as well. The last seven years, people think that I hate CM Punk because, you know, I said, oh, who cares if he comes back or not? Like, he walked out, whatever. Doesn't mean that I hate him. I like CM Punk. He's in my top 10. I put him in my top 10. I've watched him in 2011, like countless times, you know, the pipe bomb, his promo war with Triple H, the contract signing with Vince McMahon. Summer of Punk, just the whole summer of Punk. Like, you know, so that's where that's where people get it twisted and then want to attack me when I say what he did at Rampage was disappointing. Like I said, it's because, you know, you expect more from him. I'm happy that he's back. I can't wait to see what happens. It's a shame for me that it's in AEW because I believe it should have been in WWE, but that's fine. I was the same when Christian went to AEW. So, you know, I'm happy. I'm excited. I can't wait for All Out. Yeah, that'll be good, won't it? Punk being there or not, it doesn't matter to me because I still love AEW. And Punk being there just makes it more interesting. You know, and then... There's another person that's apparently going to show up there soon. So, <laughs> well, actually, apparently a few, but... Yeah, cares? did you see that? Yeah. I did. I did. And so, um, oh, there's a couple of names being thrown around that we spoke about earlier or on a, on a different podcast, that, that our SummerSlam podcast. Yeah. And I like that. It's heavily rumoured. So, mm. you know, whatever. People can think what they want and... You know, if my opinion offends people, I'm not going to apologize for that because I don't care. So, I like CM Punk. I'm happy for CM Punk. I can't wait to see what he does. Wrestling is all about opinions. That's right. That's what and makes wrestling you can't so mock rest- You can't mock someone's opinion because wrestling is literally good or bad, heel or face. That's literally wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. It's a story always- tell. It's this whole story about wrestling. There's always something to talk about. Like you said, we've been on here for what, an hour and 20 minutes. minutes or what, yeah. an hour and 20 minutes talking about CM Punk. That's it. Literally talking about one return, like one, like one return. Much. We just read out his promo that he did. Um, so Tony Schiavone posted that it was the greatest day in professional wrestling history. I disagree. I, just, I definitely think I it was good. Um, but, you know... I don't know. Would you call it a return or a debut? I'd call it a return. Debut is probably the rest of the match. Yeah, fair enough. So I'd, return, I'd, 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 definitely I'd up there with and, returns. I'd go there and say this weekend, the re- weekend of wrestling is probably one of the best of all time. It's definitely one of the biggest yeah, weekends of wrestling. But return slash debut, you can't go past Hogan, can you? Like, no. But that's the thing. The, the fact that you even talk about Punk's even on that level. Yeah, even Stone Cold return, like he's even on that same level as them. Yeah, it'd be the same with a Cena. Exactly. Um, even you could say Lesnar. You could say Lesnar, but he's done it that many times. <laughs> he returns every year, it seems. So <laughs> they've already got his return for next year. And Edge, like all them. Edge, yeah. Maybe in the future yeah. when Rollins goes and or or Reigns goes, like when Reigns returns, even that. Like, and that was only oh. a year off or whatever. Like, it's just... Yeah. So, it's a good uh, yeah, time. 
bit of a stretch. Obviously, he works for AEW, so he's going to be more biased that way. But he has to be, doesn't he? It's definitely up there. Um, and yeah, like this podcast wasn't meant to shit on it. Um, obviously, we made fun of the fact of his uh, leaving in Ring of Honor, and that was it. But his twelve-year hiatus. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a long time. Um, but no, it's great. And, you know, it's finally happened. CM Punk is finally here. The one thing that I do not like is that for the last two weeks, everyone's like, oh, Rampage, the second Rampage, CM Punk's going to come back. Wrestling's going to be awesome again. And then he turns up and they're acting like he wasn't going to turn up. When they were already saying, oh, he's going to be there, he's going to be there. And then he turns up, they're like, oh my God, he's actually here. I didn't believe it. That's the other thing that shit me about it. That's the other thing that just makes it really easy to just shit on it. Just to see what happens. And I thought about it, but I just, I couldn't go all the way with shitting on it. And I didn't want to. You know, I just said it was disappointing. I thought it was disappointing. Um, Still bitter. But other than that, you know. Darby Allen, woohoo. Let's move lucky on. Lucky you, there. mate. He's about yeah. to make you. That's it. Yeah, Darby Allen's one lucky motherfucker. Oh, yeah. And Britt Baker as well. She got the CM Punk. Oh, whatever. Straight off the bat. <laughs> whatever. Oh, all righty. Um, we, we should do more podcasts related to one person. Yeah. <laughs> No, there's no bigger occasion than in current wrestling than CM Punk returning. Well, it is a big occasion. You're on the wino, so. Oh, never happen again, let me tell you. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, it, uh, it was good. I'm glad we did this. Yeah. Um, and I hope people appreciate it. Yeah. Because we did, like you said, we dedicated a whole episode to and CM Punk. Spoke, and we spoke from the heart. It's yeah. Pure. Yeah, like how we, how we genuinely feel, how we felt. Um, How and we it felt was good for the doing last it. seven years. Yeah, exactly. So, not just going to erase seven years. Obviously, he hasn't. So, why should we? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, best in the world. Ice cream bars. We'll leave it there. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Ice cream bars. <laughs> Ice cream bars. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, when you're uh, done listening to this. Um, Go to the servo or whatever and go grab yourself an ice cream bar on CM Punk. And make sure you follow the... Yeah, so you can unfollow it when you disagree with me. <laughs> At Sunset Flips and Super Kicks. <laughs>